Is there a place in the Bible that you can find all the truth you need in one place? I'm Lori Short, and I want to welcome you to my 10-minute podcast. And this will actually be my last podcast until the fall. So I wanted to end with enough insights to hold you all summer long. And the passage that we're going to look at has them. The chapter is Romans 12. If you are ever going to memorize a chapter in the Bible, this is the one, particularly for what we are going through right now in our world. When I was a youth pastor, a book came out called All I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. And we were studying this chapter, and I actually developed a Bible study that said All I Needed to Know I Learned in Romans 12. Because I just found that every single sentence held so much truth. So today I'm going to look at verses 9 through 11, but this is really only a taste of the richness in this chapter. But I think these verses in particular speak to where we are right now, coming out of this coronavirus, being uncertain about the future, and the climate of seeking justice for all people. So verse 9 says, love must be sincere. In the NLT version, it says, don't just pretend to love others really love them. Real love is more than feelings. It's action. It's taking action to love others. That is what the Greek word agape means. So what does that mean right now? You know, for months it's meant doing that in our home, digging in and looking at those relationships around us. God set apart this time for us to learn to truly love our family and the people that we live with. But now as we emerge with all that's happening right now in the world, it means looking at the people around us and figuring out how to love. It means looking at people in need, whether their need is for justice or provision or help. Where are you called to be an agent of love? right now. The next verse says, hate what is evil. You know, whenever the Bible uses the word hate, I tune in because usually the Bible is talking about love. But hating what is evil is a form of love. Another translation says to come against those things that are wrong. So what does that look like right now? A pastor I was listening to on Sunday described what it means to live out our faith with others this way, courageously making other people's problems our own. Let me just say that again. It's courageously making other people's problems our own. One thing I've been thinking about when it comes to justice is that those of us who have justice can look at this as an issue. But for others, it's not an issue. It's about what's happening to their lives. I remember years back when I was studying in seminary and learning all about women in ministry. And I was looking at some very complex verses. And there was a great divide between the church. Some believing that women should be able to teach and some believing that they shouldn't. And I remember that I was working with this pastor And as we were studying this issue together, I looked at him and I said, you know, for you, this is just an issue. But for me, this is my life. This will determine what I'm able to do and not do. 
And that has really been on my mind lately as we think about the justice and the racism that we are becoming aware of that's still alive and well in our country. And maybe for some of us, we think, well, that doesn't really affect me. But God is telling us that it should affect us. What is happening to others should affect us. That's what it means to courageously make another person's problem your own. So what would it look like to move beyond the discussion of things as issues and move to act on other people's behalf? Well, the next part of the verse says, hold tightly to what is good. So moving from evil, we hold tightly to what is good. What is the goodness that you are holding on to right now? And this isn't holding it for yourself. It's holding it for others. What goodness can you hold on to for someone else right now? Well, then Paul moves to verse 10 and says this, Be devoted to one another with love. Another translation says, Love with genuine affection. Honor one another above yourselves. So this goes back to taking on someone else's discomfort when you are comfortable. And I have to be honest, for me, this is where the rubber meets the road, because I am confronted with my own selfishness. When things are going okay for us, it takes sacrifice to move out and help someone who is not okay. We all like comfort, or maybe I should say I like comfort. It's hard to make a choice for discomfort when you are comfortable. But that is what this kind of love means. To not be comfortable until others are brought to comfort too. And that's why the next sentence, verse 11, is so perfect. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. That is the kick in the rear we need to get out. And the thing is, when we get out and do it, We actually feel better than we felt when we were comfortable. We realize by the satisfaction in our hearts that we were made for this. The chapter goes on from there. There's so much goodness in each sentence. But this is where I'm going to stop. And my prayer is that this is where our actions begin. We can't just read words like this from the Bible. James says that. It's like looking in a mirror and then going away and forgetting what you look like. We're called to do what the words say. You know, in the last chapter of 40 verses, I wrote this. Loving people is a theory everyone believes in, but most of us fall short in actually doing it. God is the one who gives us the impetus to reach out sacrificially. And when we do we realize it's what we were made for. So I'm going to invite you and me to test these words from Romans 12 out. My husband and I are starting tonight with just one thing, one act. And you know, that's all we have is what is in front of us to do. You may not know what to do, but just try moving in some direction. Do one thing. I remember Henrietta Mears, such a great woman of God years ago, the one who founded a Christian conference center called Forest Home in Southern California. She said this, God can't move a parked car. 
I've thought about that so often. Sometimes you just have to take your car out of park and move. Just take one action of some kind, no matter how small it may feel. Remember the words of Mother Teresa. She said this, we can do no great things, only small things with great love. So let me read these words from Romans 12 one more time. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. May God bless you and me this summer as we attempt to live some of these words that we're reading in this chapter. Thanks for tuning in.